Welcome to another edition of Community Connections. I'm Anita Sherman, the community editor here at the Fauquier Times, and we're going to be talking today to Monica Fernandi. But before we get into that conversation, I want to let you know that in addition to the videos, these are now on podcast, and you can listen to them wherever you listen to a podcast. Uh, you can also check our website to find them. So today we're going to be talking to Monica Fernandi, and she is a yoga instructor, motivational coach, all-round neat person. The neat thing is that I'm remembering is that you and your husband got married by the love sign. Yes. Okay, indeed. so that was kind of, that was a sort of a neat leap thing to do. But the neat thing that we're going to talk about is where you've been recently, and that was on a trek to the... Mount Everest Base Camp. So tell us a little bit about yourself and then how you got into that. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here mm -hmm. and inquiring about these adventures. And I say mm -hmm. these because, as you just mentioned, the love sign, things happen in our life sometimes and we don't expect them to. Mm -hmm. And if you asked me this time last year, do you want to go to Mount Everest Base Camp? I would say, why? Yeah. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> the love sign wedding was divine intervention, call it what you will, um, a contest, mm -hmm. a wonderful coup, Old Town uh, Warrington. And I was there. You it was, know. It was very cool. It was. Um, <laughs> it was a community wedding. <laughs> for sure. The love sign was just the big picture of the love that was rippling through the town. Mm -hmm. So that I didn't see coming. Kind of divine intervention, as I said. So fast forward a year later. And uh, Marianne Clyde invited me to uh, partake in this fundraising event. And initially, I went to see Marianne, actually around the corner, to mm -hmm. hear about publishing a book, which mm -hmm. I'm writing. And that's the initial meeting I had. Well, that turned out to be inquiry on her part to ask uh, me first to come join this track. And it was for World Hope International. Right. And she said she lives life just so large because, uh, of course, I'm on that Be the Change Foundation with Marianne. Absolutely. So I know Marianne. But anyway, yes. So exactly. Inspiring. Exactly. So taking leap, leaps of faith and taking big treks to lead by example mm -hmm. is what she has done her whole life. So she's asked everybody and everybody <laughs> but me said no. Um, I did not have this on my bucket list. And I brought it home to my newly wed, beloved husband, Mailman Mike, as he's mm -hmm. called. And he was like, oh, this is a great cause for clean water accessibility. Mm -hmm. Wait, I've always wanted to go. Oh, so he was like, oh, I Lord. said, I didn't know you wanted to go mm -hmm. <laughs> Mount Everest. <laughs> well, he was thinking the summit, right? Oh, and yeah, but... I said, well, so mm -hmm. you see... About 20-some-odd years ago, he did the entire Appalachian Trail oh, okay. in six months. So okay. he's an adventure seeker. Like me, like Marianne, and like well, Mike actually owned a parachute. We've all gone, mm -hmm. you know, thrill-seeking over the path, right? So anyway, he agrees, and he and I researched it, and we put it into action, said, let's do this. I think one of the things that's kind of interesting about it, because when you look online about it, it will say if you're in pretty good condition, fair condition, you can do this. However, you have, you're going up to more than 17,000 feet. Mm. So you have altitude things. Yes. And when I think hiking on path, I think sort of 
clear-cut path. But from a lot of the photographs that you posted, some mm -hmm. of those paths were very steep. Rigorous. Just rock. Yes, and indeed. So they weren't what I would call real doable path. So, so they, you're right about that. They do say anyone can do it. Uh, I will say it is important to prep and mm -hmm. so hiking as much as you can. Um, mm -hmm. There's not much we can do in this area with our elevation and our altitude to practice unless you're mm -hmm. going to go out west. In my history, uh, you said a little bit about yourself, I've always loved the outdoors mm -hmm. and skied out west. Never had any issues with altitude and I, I've actually likened this now that I've done altitude, to having a baby. Nobody can tell you what it's like until you actually do it. Right. So once, And then once you're into it, there's no turning back. Yes. It's like when you're in the throes of it, I've often thought, wait a minute, I, I don't think I want to do this yeah, anymore. Right. But you're so sort of committed. Exactly. The thing about it is you do all the steps that you can do, and being a yoga instructor and a personal trainer, knowing what to do, but sometimes a plumber doesn't always have the pipes that are tightened, right? We mm -hmm. know what to do, but we don't always take the time to do it. However, we put the nose to the grindstone once we committed in April, mm -hmm. and we hiked on our beautiful Skyline Drive in the Shenandoah National Park mm -hmm. as much as we could on our days off. Mike and I built up our endurance. So do you see the headband that I have on here? Yes. Breathe. Breathe. I wore this one and another one the entire trek, pretty much not only to remind myself, deep breaths, especially when the oxygen was uh, less and less. Mm -hmm. And then as people passed us by, especially coming down, and I felt relief that I got and succeeded, uh, albeit challenging, um, I was reminding people by them reading my headband. So the breath is key. Mm -hmm. And we get into emotional duress when we see a climb ahead of us. And every time I seem to turn around, there were rocks and high climbing. But it wasn't hand over foot. So it is a trek of a lifetime that anyone, yes, can do. We did mm -hmm. pass all different le right. levels. Marianne would tell me that there was qu actually quite a bit of traffic on the path exactly. sometimes. Yes. Other trekkers, other hikers, animals. And yes. oftentimes, the path very narrow so i don't know what the um the courtesy issue if you know clearly you'd probably want to go to the inside rather yes. than the outside hug, because hug sometimes kind of <laughs> steep yeah yes and they were all different diverse uh lush sometimes green forests you know we we covered 42 miles up and 42 miles down pretty much the same path and we actually have our map that we dated all right, of the... Right, I saw you yeah, did that. And we had it framed here in town, and we dated, so we knew when we got mm -hmm. to where. Uh, so anyway, you go through many diverse landscapes, and yes, you're right, the narrow paths were kind of daunting, and you tend to have to let the animals lead the way. Now, don't forget, there's no Amazon trucks or delivery trucks up there. Mm -hmm. If you heard, you know, there's only these yaks and donkeys right. and horses that carry the goods to the tea houses. And what about Wi-Fi? Because there were times when you were able to post some things. Amazingly, yes. That's only been developed in the last five or so years, mm -hmm. um, and it costs money. Um, I'm sure it approximately does. Approximately about $5 to hook up at a tea house. And uh, well, then again, on a side note, water costs money, toilet mm -hmm. paper costs money, the things in our country that we take for granted. So it was worth it to let the people know in our lives, like yourself, thank mm -hmm. you for following, and those that did follow, thank you, that we were okay. And to give pictures and to update people. 
to let them know because if we don't know, people think Mount Everest, you know, it's the base mm. camp. You know, it's not the summit. It's not ice picking and no. You'd have climbing. to have a lot more, I would think, skill set. That would, would be, be Sarah. Sarah Hostrider, who right. is a professional climber. She's going to summit in about a year and a half, mm-hmm. uh, and we will applaud her and watch and and bated breath, you know, wait for her to succeed. But um, no, that is a totally different beast. And in terms of money raised, I think a little more than 20000 between... The three of us. Between the three. Yes. Yeah. So anyone that wanted to go on the trek, the invitation was out there. for. Mm-hmm. They pictured as many as 10 to 15 in a group led mm-hmm. by Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were five. Uh, we dropped to four because of an injury. Right. I remember Heather. Heather. Heather had some knee complications and they had to helicopter her out. First, she rode on a pony. Uh, I saw some pic- I saw some pictures of her on the pony, and I'm like, because she was yes. she was on this pony, so you're higher up, so that yes. makes it. And then she's going down. Very I brave thought, girl. Very I thought, oh my girl. goodness. Yeah, the the talk about core center. When you're on a horse and an animal is going down those rocks, you really have to manipulate your body, go with the flow, overcome fear, breathe deeply. So she was a brave person, and then got helicoptered out. Yeah, so we were down to four that made it to base camp. And I'll tell you, it was the hardest thing I've ever done as far as not knowing what to expect. I think there were a couple times when Mike carried your pack for That's you. That's right. I, I saw that and I thought, oh gosh, poor guy. Well, <laughs> we, it was a light, he's a mailman, right? He yes. carries your pack. <laughs> However, we were very well cared for part so of you the car- trek. So you carried like a day pack, exactly. but the heavy lifting was done by Sherpas, yes. I Yes, so. yes. Two young 19-year-old porters mm-hmm. that scurried on ahead with our baggage and met us at our tea house, kind of like a bellhop went in a hotel <laughs> and left it there. And then they would come back, scurry down and save us. Marianne and I were on our own with our leader. And at one point or several points, uh, Mike was on ahead with Sarah. So we let them take their pace. We took our pace. And you must, as I tell my clients, mm-hmm. listen to your body. So yes, uh, we did the raising of the money. We did exceed our goal of 10000 per the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then she came in with her. So together, the three of us was over 25000 cumulative. So hopefully out of that, a few wells will be dug. Exactly. And water yeah. provided to some places where they don't lives, have it. Lives saved. Um, in fact, the CEO of World Hope, John Lyon, was supposed mm-hmm. to be the other gentleman besides lucky one guy, mailman Mike, and the women. He couldn't come because of the big uh, hurricane devastation down in oh, Bahamas. Okay. It had just hit, hit before we left. So he was, and World Hope was, hands-on. So a lot of that already helped those people. You know, not just build a well, but provide water to those that didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, this is one of these great situations where you make a decision to say yes. And it seems like every day we're confronted with different choices. And sometimes mm. that saying yes. Now, this clearly was saying yes in a big way. Yeah. Uh, but I'm wondering, I mean, I know you've done this. You've been back for several weeks now. So still with you and lessons learned Yes, absolutely. Changed for the better. Um, taking our self out of ourself and looking at the big picture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to understand that we are all connected and to understand that that selflessness and that giving back is just so enriching to our heart, our soul, and our mm-hmm. life. And as a yoga teacher, you know, I, first of all, it was a physical journey for me, but it was also a very spiritual journey. And yes, it is still with me. It will forever be with me. Um, I would do it again, even though I say it was the hardest yeah. thing. 
I would do it again. Uh, I Second to that was giving birth to my firstborn mm-hmm. almost 26 years ago without mm-hmm. any uh, a drug mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. And so that until now was the hardest thing. And would I do that again? Yes. Mm-hmm. An emphatic yes, because this, this is uh, well, you have as your You have as your motto, the grow strength within. And I'll, and I'll just want do one little segue to our viewers that uh, Monica also contributes to the Fakir Times with... Um, a fairly regular column. And so, again, thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, yes, so. and the health and wellness, absolutely. Right. So this is a lotus flower that is uh, combined with a fern, mm-hmm. and we developed this logo because I believe all of us start with a seed that plants. If we're going to decide to do something, it starts with a thought, and emotion drives us, and then we build from there, and we bloom, and we mm-hmm. blossom. The lotus is seen in yoga world and internationally because of the difficulty that it does pushing through mud to get to full blossom oh, each and every that. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Michelle Coe actually right. did my logo for me and yeah, my she's brand. Great. Yes, yeah, she's she was my brand designer. And this was like giving birth itself because mm-hmm. I had a vision. She helped me build it. And there you have it. So everything starts with an inside job. Your strength, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, all starts with the interior of you. So yeah, that climb, this applied. For sure. I'm curious weather-wise, um, was it chilly? Yes, uh, Windy? It, indeed. <laughs> I can't, just like the diverse landscape, mm-hmm. we had to lather up with sunscreen. We had to cover ourselves. But you're very close to the sun. We started at 9,600 feet. Right. We climbed to 17 and 6. And so the closer you get, the colder it got, of course. And so to answer your question specifically, mm-hmm. it was about 60s during the day, beautiful sun. Sure, but then layers, And then at night, when you go to bed at 7, <laughs> bundled up in uh-huh. your down um, sleeping bag. At the top, it got to be probably single digits. It was just unfortunate that that was where the oxygen was the least. And so breathing was challenging. Mm -hmm. And then you had to go to the bathroom a bit because I took preventative altitude sickness medication, which Mm -hmm. is a diuretic at that point. When it's cold and I got to get out of the bath or go to the, it's not even a bathroom, it's a (laughs) latrine. Five times in the middle of the night, that particular coldest, so single digits, and you don't want to get out of your bundled up sure. comfort. But we were only there one night, did the trek to mm-hmm. base camp, and uh, oh my goodness, words don't do it justice. Right, and I read something recently, and again, I hail from the West Coast, so there was Mount Hood. I mean, there's the whole mountain ranges around, and mm-hmm. I've certainly had been up to the mountains, but no real you know, serious like hiking, but I've read that there's just something very um, spiritual and warrior-like about being in the mountains, being surrounded by mountains. I agree. And of course, those are some of the highest mountains. And I was in Nepal years ago, saw them, was not into any kind of trekking at that point, but um, certainly saw that mountain range and surrounded by that. So it's pretty amazing. It puts our lives in perspective. Uh, the magic of it all and the, the life and the energy. We actually mm-hmm. got to, thankfully from afar, witness an avalanche. 
I know, I saw that. I got it on video, yeah. It's like you look over and, oh, the mountain is... Yes, our trek guide, who's been doing it for about 19 years or so, um, said he sees them about twice a year. And then Just was asking him, and I kid you not, turned and heard this noise in the distance and saw it and caught it on film. Thankfully, nobody was Mm -hmm. near it. It, At the top there, it looks like the moon. You're above the tree lines. Sure. And so you can see for miles. You can see these amazing, majestic mountains. And, And the people there believe that you know these are our spirits these are gods if you will they are um there's magic in it you don't want to mess with that you know um and it's just humbling you could cry with joy you know i did and so they (laughs) definitely did especially when i came down and i was like whoo i did that yes all right this has just been absolutely wonderful Mm -hmm. thank you for stopping by Ah, and sharing this because this is just it's really Awesome. Thank you so Thank much. You. No, and you're very welcome. I, I definitely wanted to get to get you on here and to share this. And also to our viewers and those of you that are going to listen on podcast, join us for a future community connection. We always look forward to it and hope you do as well. Thank you.